0: Welcome to Koos' Corner, a platform for passionate, unscripted discussions with my guests to entertain and inspire you. Let's get into this episode. For this episode of Koos' Corner, I'm joined by my friend Brock DiVoldi, and I gotta say, we're recording this episode in the most aesthetically pleasing studio I've ever done it in. We've got a candle lit here. And we're ready for some good conversation, so... How you doing, Brock? Not too bad, Marcus. How about you? Pretty good. We just finished a, a great spaghetti and meatball uh, dinner, the two of us. Quite romantic. Yeah. And uh, you're back in Montreal. How does it feel to be back? That ah, feels good, Marcus. Yeah? Yeah. Being from a guy from Calgary, and you are just in Toronto... Yeah. Kind of got a segment here for you. I'm gonna throw some different things at you. Sure you're going to have to answer which city is the best for it. So, the first one I'll ask, what's the best bar, like best place to go for a bar?
1: I'm staying faithful to my, uh, to my Montreal. Absolutely, dude. With Moose Bar, eh? Not just Moose Bar, but t- the diversity, dude. The diversity and the affordability, you simply can't beat with Montreal. Is it the same for clubs? I don't actually know. I didn't go out enough in Toronto to tell you for sure, but the times that I did go out in Toronto make me want to say Toronto. Okay. That being said, unscripted fun, like good old-fashioned wild fun. Montreal, definitely. People go out in Toronto with expectations. They're out to spend money, dude. They're out to look a certain way. And more times, you'll still find that in Montreal, but more times than not, people are out for a good old-fashioned good time. So that's why I like Montreal.
0: What about for cheap takeout food? I know you're not a big takeout guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Then I'm not. But
0: do you have a no answer for that one?
1: If you go to Toronto, what I found is that there's not a lot of niche establishments. Like, if you're going there, you're buying a lot from like chains because that's just what it is, baby. It's Toronto. Yeah. Whereas here in Montreal, you'll find a lot of, they're not franchises. It's, you know, independent, long pop places. So it depends what you like. I personally am a man of Montreal because I like to feel like what I'm getting is unique and that you can't get it otherwise. It makes me feel of a better quality.
0: How's Calgary compared to that? Is that in the middle between the two of them? like, Or is it more towards the franchise or more towards like the Montreal style one off? Because it's smaller.
1: Yeah. I would say probably franchise. Franchise? Oh, yeah. And it's not necessarily... Well, it's it's smaller, but it's not that much smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Calgary's an interesting animal in and of itself.
0: Restaurants, is there a difference?
1: Calgary has excellent restaurants, okay? People are going to be bashing Calgary. I love it, dude. Yeah? Yeah, it absolutely holds its own. Dude, I think in this day and age, it's the 21st century. You can go to any... City over a million people and find amazing places to eat
0: For being a young person
1: mm-hmm. You do go to
0: school in Montreal, so maybe this is biased and that, sure that's part of the reasons why you came to Montreal What's the best place to live as a young person?
1: How young are we talking? Are we talking university or are we talking? University we... You can't go wrong with Montreal dude. You know why I came to Montreal in the first place. Why? I read a BBC article where it said the number one place in the world to go f- for a university student was Montreal. So I was like, fuck, like, how do I say no to that? Yeah, You can't argue with that, dude. And you know what? They were right. And sure, they got their own criteria. But from what I've lived here and I've seen here, uh, the diversity, the culture, like everything that I feel like student life should embody, um, Montreal definitely gives me that. What about
0: for being a young professional, 30 years
1: old? Oh, dude, easy. As soon as I want to kickstart my career, definitely Toronto. But everybody knows that. Yeah. Oh, well, it depends on what, obviously. But for me personally, uh, for business, something. Business-oriented, I go to Toronto. Growing a family.
0: Out of Calgary, Montreal, Toronto, which one would you choose?
1: Well, I had a pretty good childhood in Calgary. Yeah. But I feel like everybody says that. I feel like, yeah, where you grow up, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe. It's time. true. I, uh, a lot of people have shit childhoods, I'm sure. In Calgary, like, yeah. In Calgary, everywhere. Um, but I don't know. I really enjoyed what I had going on there.
0: Like, yeah, you're right. I would say the same about Ottawa. Like, it's all you've known, so... That's all you can say. Mm -hmm. I had a good childhood in Ottawa, so. You just try to emulate that where you can. For sure. For sure. So, moving on, like, how would you describe the West Coast, the West lifestyle compared to Eastern Canada? Or Central Canada? Yeah, the Eastern
1: Canada that I know of. Yeah. Ottawa, Toronto. Big difference. Montreal. Um. Yeah, it depends exactly where you're looking at. But, um, I mean, I've been to Vancouver, my fair share. Um, How far is Vancouver from Calgary? Like driving? Yeah. Well, you got to keep in mind it's through the mountains, so it sounds a lot further than it actually is, but that would probably be a 10-hour drive or a, one-hour oh, wow. f- or a one-hour flight. Yeah. So, and it's different everywhere you go, dude. Vancouver's an interesting animal because... It's got all that money, dude, from all that foreign investment, um, saying it frankly, a lot of like a heavy Asian influence. Yeah. Um, and I find Vancouver just in general like a bit a bit colder. Really? The people there. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be as friendly. Like here in Montreal, like you can go up and you can talk to whoever in the bar. Like people are generally pretty friendly. Yeah. Um, and not, not so much. In Vancouver, I'd say it's more like people for themselves, and yeah, why that is, I wouldn't know. But the culture is definitely is definitely a little more is different that way. I'd say
0: one of the things I've heard about out west is that
1: people are just more active. Would you say that's true? They do a lot more I outdoor know. activities. No, Quebecers are pretty active, even for yeah, in in general. But yeah, if you're living in Vancouver, you have to be active, dude, because. The lifestyle's so expensive, that's the best thing that you can do. Like, you don't have to really pay to go to the mountains. You don't really have to pay, like, yeah, to go hiking. I mean, skiing, yes.
0: I have friends that, yeah, when they hang out with their other friends, they go for a hike, they go surfing.
1: Yeah, that's definitely... Well, here
0: in Montreal, I, I rarely walk up Montréal.
1: Well, here's the thing, dude. Like, if you're living in Calgary, if you're not making the mountains a part of your lifestyle, you shouldn't be living there. Because there's really nothing, like... That is why a lot of people live in Calgary is to commute to the mountains and enjoy that aspect of life. And if you're not tapping into that, I mean, here what does Montreal have? It has like the city life. It has the diversity. So, but that's what we that's what we want. That's what we tap into for sure. So that's what we do. How close is Banff to Calgary? It's probably like an hour and a half. Yeah. So it's not not far now. No, I went there for New Year's. How was that? Yeah, it was a
0: lot of fun. It was a
1: lot of fun. It was, d- d- like... Is I... it one of those big ski resorts? Like Banff? Yeah. Banff is a... It's on, like, National Park ground. It's not a ski resort. Oh, okay. um, It's a town.
0: Actually, yeah. Yeah. There's Banff National Park.
1: Yeah. Exactly. No, it's a town. It's where you
0: see polar bears and stuff, right? No, no, no. No.
1: <laughs> You're out to lunch. But, um... No, dude, it it's pretty much the gem of Alberta i definitely say super, super touristy, but also, you know, undoubtedly beautiful. You can't argue with that. Um, it's got a good charm, and it's a pretty fun town. Well, at least, yeah, for New Year's, I'd definitely say so.
0: The two main cities, though, in Alberta are Calgary and Edmonton. Yeah. How would you compare those two?
1: I'd say Edmonton's more blue-collar.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is a lot of the oil money in Calgary then instead?
1: Yeah. I would definitely say so. Um, I wouldn't call Edmonton the hub Mm -hmm. by any means. I'm biased against Edmonton, though. Why? Why is that? I've only been there like twice in my life. Brutal city, dude. Yeah. Brutal. It's just like Calgary, but it's colder. Not any good times there or what? Not as commercial. I went there for soccer tournaments, which was jokes. But that's about it. Nothing in Edmonton. They call it Edmonton too. That's true. And they they call do it have that, that for a reason.
0: So on my last podcast, I had Christian on, and we were talking about his exchange to Australia. Sure. You've planned one as well. Yeah, I have. And you're going to be going to Amsterdam. Tentatively,
1: yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. What made you choose Amsterdam? Um, couple of reasons. Um, <sighs> was it the weed? <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> but it doesn't hurt. <laughs> uh, well, my heritage heritage is Dutch. True. So, I mean, naturally, I want to go and explore that. And I don't even mean that on the service level level either. Like I've talked to my grandparents, I have areas that I want to go check out. Yeah. I I feel like I you know I owe that to like them and myself to scope that out. Also, dude, Amsterdam, that's not going to be a bad time whatsoever. No. Okay? Plus sides? Yes, the weed, dude. The party life, the diversity of people that go there. And I can travel wherever the hell I want in Europe while I'm there.
0: Yeah, that's a huge thing in going to Europe. Like, are there any spots in Europe that you for sure want to check out?
1: Checking out Lisbon. I'm going to Prague.
0: I hear Prague is unreal.
1: Yeah, I've also heard that.
0: Like, one of the best cities in Europe yeah from what I've heard it's cheap and a good time
1: what more can a man ask for exactly beautiful women as well you said it what more can a man ask for the amenities all of them so there and then I'm going to save my budget for one more place I don't know where we'll see a mystery the, place we'll see what the people are saying do like a group trip or something
0: yeah with whoever do you think you're going to be staying
1: in residence or oh yeah dude. yeah I think so I'm you know what's so unique just about like exchange in general is that in life I feel like you're never really exposed to that many people who are in a similar situation who are that you know what I mean by you're by yourself you want to be meeting people and everyone is looking for adventure like it's a certain mood dude. it's like it's like Christmas you know people get in the Christmas people are in the exchange spirit they want to be like adventuring They're they want to be gregarious they want to explore. when someone goes on, on exchange
0: they're not going for school no dude like and, and everyone understands that yeah they're going to they will be learning it's
1: just a different type of learning mm-hmm. That being said, I think it might be a nice surprise I bet you the different learning style uh, hopefully it's enlightening dude
0: So would your classes be in English? Oh yeah yeah for sure dude is that any any school on exchange are all English
1: I mean not all of them you have to choose wisely it'll they'll tell you But uh, in this instance, yeah, they, I mean, for Amsterdam, they have it really down to a T as far as, like, they are huge. I think just the exchange market in Amsterdam is huge because they have tons of private residences as well. Like, I think it's its it's its own kind of economy in Amsterdam, definitely.
0: So it's got a lot of options. That's cool.
1: I know. Now, did I want to kind of go to Hong Kong where your brother went? Yes. I wanted that culture shock, but I can't bring myself to go to the same place as him. Yeah. It burns me, dude. I want my own you wonder, pressure. Like, yeah, you want to go. And now I would have been in Hong Kong, but, like, I know him too well. I need to diversify.
0: But that's the thing with me as well. I don't, I don't know where I would go. I've always said to people, I'd almost prefer them just sending me somewhere. True, dude. You know what?
1: I don't know. Just what a real the, adventure that would be.
0: Like, I could end up in... Guatemala or something like and I would still find a way to have a great
1: time I think dude there's an option to go to Turkey if you really wanted to wouldn't that be a shocker that would be wild yeah with all the stuff that's going on there it
0: would be a huge shock yeah but like Jack said you learn a lot from that culture shock but and there's still gonna be culture shock with Amsterdam
1: Sure, sure. But I don't feel like on the same scale.
0: Definitely not. Cuz still kind of like a western that's that's the culture. Thing. Yeah, like that's the thing. But who knows? Like Uh for the next part, I want to ask you about your workout regimen.
1: Sure. You're oh,
0: uh you're, you're my go-to gym guy. You you got me on my first workout plan. Sure. I do have to say that I I have stopped going to the gym unfortunately. But, uh, uh, what got you into going to the gym?
1: Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, um, definitely I'd probably say insecurities for sure. And I think that's a lot of men though.
0: They do it because they feel that they need to look like a certain way.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure, I knew... I didn't kind of know it at the time, but I wanted to, like... I was tired of feeling self-conscious, and I was like, fuck this. Like, this is something I can totally control if I want. Yeah. So, like, let's control it.
0: Where do you think that stems from?
1: Oh, you're getting layers deep here.
0: Um, I'd say... Like, I'd say it's from, like, movies and
1: just... TV shows, maybe. I disagree, dude. Maybe sports. I'd say maybe. Watching sports or participating in sports? Bit of both. Yeah. I would say probably from, like, genetically, how much you care, uh, your childhood, if, you know, you were made fun of. I, I was. Like, I was called, you know, chubby when I was younger. I didn't like that, dude. It stuck with me. I was I was sensitive towards my body image.
0: I'm starting to think now. I think it stems from you just look at human history. You look back at the gladiator times and like ancient Rome, ancient Greece. It's
1: what you aspire. Spot- yeah, that's they, always been. They
0: praised the warriors, and generally the warriors were these big,
1: hunky looking dudes. Oh yeah, they were. <laughs> oh yeah, they were, and like. I don't, I want to, like, make something clear, like, now, especially, is that I'm not working out for anybody, like, but myself, for my own, like, I do it as a sign of self-respect, like, to myself, like, it's almost part of, like, a mental health thing, like, you know, in the hustle hustle and bustle of day-to-day, how much time do you really have, like, by yourself with your own thoughts, first of all, like, working on yourself, like, you have to do some pain for some gain, and I think... That's just fair game. If you're putting in work, you're gonna get the results, and if it matters enough to you, you'll do it. Mm -hmm. You can't have it all, like (laughs) without putting in work. But that's another
0: interesting thing with the gym Mm -hmm. is you see people's motivations. Sure. Some people are there for performance. Some people are there as, uh, like you said, kind of owing it to themselves. Some people are there to prove a point. Some people are there just to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting, it's a very interesting culture.
1: It is an interesting culture. Because
0: it's almost, and I think a lot of people, like you said, have it built on insecurities. Yeah. Which, what other
1: culture is like that? I think in the beginning I was doing the gym for insecurities. Now it's it's just for my well-being. Yeah, I know it is like I care about I care about my health definitely it is a lifestyle choice it is a lifestyle choice and I think it shows good work ethic if that's something that you can devote to every day because that's a different type of work as well it's just well rounded and as you grow older you kind of lose the opportunities
0: to be a part of a team and exercise and just be involved in sports Mm -hmm. and it's a the gym is a good way to stay active exactly. as an adult.
1: Well, it's just a, it's a good outlet for that. But the thing is, is, not everybody like likes the gym.
0: Exactly. Yeah, like, for example, Jack. Jack, yeah. Like, my brother, he is not a gym guy at
1: all. No, he's not. If he goes to the gym, he's running on the treadmill, which is fine. That's his own thing. Mm-hmm. But even that is something, like, do whatever you want. Do what you can. Like, what fits with your body type what you can like excel at because it also feels good when you can be like proficient at something and that's also what I like about working out for me at the gym
0: being a smaller guy at first I was like like kind of nervous not nervous but self conscious about not being able to lift a lot of weight Mm -hmm. but at the same but then as I went to the gym more and more I started getting confidence and I was like you know what I'm lifting a lot for my weight Mm -hmm. for my body type and that's all that matters. How am I supposed to compare myself to a guy that would be like 6'5", 200 pounds to like 220? Like you're just like you're doing different things. You're yeah. at different levels. Like you at the, at the gym, the only person you should be comparing yourself to is yourself.
1: It's true. You really do have to be uh, lifting without an ego too. That's also how you get the best results as well. Mm-hmm and like you said like it, it
0: it puts you in an uncomfortable situation sometimes like you're going to feel pain but, but that's why i love it exactly it's about pushing through it and some people live on that adrenaline
1: they yeah. love it which is pretty interesting mm-hmm. that is also i like the discomfort i really do and i i feel like i've gone like at a point where like when you like you are feeling muscular and you're feeling good about yourself that you have this like this power and this energy and it's great to like release that and to put that to good use cuz it's it's a good feeling. Yeah. It's a good feeling. And you're like
0: I I just find the gym culture is very interesting. Like if I was a psychologist or not a psychologist, uh anthropologist or a sociologist, yeah, I would sit in the gym and just observe.
1: Yeah, what do you think you would find? Some very interesting stuff. You say it's interesting. You've been saying it's interesting, but what exactly? Well, I guess you were talking earlier about... Like motivations and stuff. Yeah. And how people feel about themselves, mostly. I think it's such a crime when people go to the the gym and are worried about what other th- people are thinking. Because I can say I've been to the gym a lot, and I'm never worried about how other people look or what they're doing. I never... That being said, like... If someone's, like, doing an exercise wrong and, like, if I can help them, I, like, I will. Mm-hmm. But not in a threatening way, just in a way, like, look, if you're here, if you're spending your time, like, let's get the most out of it. Like, yeah, you, you're here to get results, right? Like, you're here with me and we're both spending our time doing this, let's get the most out of it.
0: It's kind of interesting that at so many gyms it's such an individual thing.
1: It is a very individual thing.
0: Like, you just, we're talking about, like, if... I can help someone. I
1: will. Mm-hmm. Like, How come that doesn't happen more often at gyms? It's a very like, primal place. It is. Very primal place.
0: Because for me, like when I get to the gym, I, I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to do my own thing and get out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It's also very interesting because you get tons of people, like a lot of people in the same place doing something. Kind of interacting,
1: but not really, because they all mostly have music in their Mm -hmm. ears. And let's be honest, you're comparing yourself to everybody else in the gym as well.
0: You are, but you shouldn't be.
1: But you shouldn't be. But you are. Yeah. And it depends. Also, you may not, and that's, I'm sure why a lot of people don't like it, because they don't like that environment. Like, screw that.
0: Go into the music aspect of the gym. I feel like there's a lot of like music that thrives on being music that you listen to at, at the gym. Or, like, of course, motivation.
1: dude. It's like, well, what are you going to get pumped up on before yeah. playing some sort of sport? You want to get jacked up?
0: So what are some of your go-to gym, gym songs?
1: Let me whip out my playlist, dude. I'll see. Yeah. But of course I have some bangers, dude. This thing has been curated through years.
0: One of the songs that I just uh, found again that I listened to a lot when I was younger to pump me up was Can't Be Touched by Roy Jones Jr.
1: Dude, I don't know what that song is. I couldn't even tell you.
0: It's done by a boxer.
1: Oh, really? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Like, that, that was one of my go-to pump-up songs. But even, there's some songs that, like, I wouldn't think get, like, get me pumped up, but they do. Like, for example, maybe, like, Hey Mama by, like, David Guetta and Nicki Minaj.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, um, that's fine. Even still, dude, I find on like I'm looking at my playlist here. I have a wide spectrum of music, dude. I have everything from ACDC dc So you're not just like Disclosure to rap music.
0: Because there's some people that will only listen to rap while they work out.
1: Even Florence and the Machine, dude. I'll I'll listen to. Really, every year, every now and then, yeah, sure.
0: Huh, that's a yeah, like. For me, I'm the same. I have a wide range of of songs that I'll listen to.
1: Yeah, I like the long repertoire. I just like some some difference in my music. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, I owe myself that much.
0: How often do you change up your workout routine?
1: Always. Every single time, dude. Surprise the body. Surprise the body. Yeah. that's all like s- small like some things there's some exercises that I'll always do but for more like peripheral things I'll change True. an exercise or two every single time
0: so sticking with sports a lot of people probably don't know this about you but you got offered a scholarship to be a kicker yes I did for Carleton University
1: no right I thought it was, it was Bishops car- oh Bishops yeah
0: why would you turn it down
1: um, d- dude it's honestly that it's that place on the team like i don't want to be that guy honestly like that just doesn't co- coincide with like my, my mantra and, like my brand and who i want to be i'm not that guy and I, like you're not actually involved in the game you know, like yes, you are a difference maker, but because
0: it is an important I, position.
1: I hated standing on the sidelines. I hated it. Yeah. Like from a guy who played like a lot of soccer, really continuous game, to a hobby like you can compare it to golf or something. Um. It wasn't wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. It wasn't.
0: What was your longest field goal ever?
1: Like, ever like practice or like. In game,
0: how about in practice and then in game?
1: Um, in game I hit a fifty-two. In game, yeah, which was pretty good. Wow, it was pretty good. That it made it over with a prayer, dude. That's impressive. Yeah.
0: Holy shit. Wind
1: was with me, though. I will admit. <laughs> Brutally with me, I won't say. But yeah, I made a fifty-two yarder. Jeez. And then in practice, I've made a clean fifty-five, a clean, clean fifty-five, and wow. I was able to do that. Like I was able to.
0: That's impressive. Near near.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, the NFL record is only like a few yards fa- past that.
1: Oh, dude! It's in, it's sixty-five.
0: Sixty-five, yeah. True. Yeah. That's yards. far. An extra ten yards, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Makes a huge difference. No, on a
1: percentage basis, that's crazy.
0: But like for you, were like those thirty-yard kicks were they gimmies or what are, or are
1: they still hard the the nerves at the beginning would totally get to me like it it's definitely a thing where you have to like you have to gain a harder shell for it, definitely or else you can't you can't make it
0: cuz you you've got to be one of the biggest critics of kickers i've ever watched football with
1: and as i should be dude yes yeah.
0: yeah like we've talked about this before what went on with that chicago bears parky kick
1: What went wrong? Dude, you can tell from his body language, he's afraid. Okay, so when you're kicking, you kick every field goal you do, whether it's from 25 or 55. Well, granted, if you're going to hit it from 55, you're going to try to give it a little more juice. But the idea of kicking is that you kick every football the exact same. you would No matter where you are on the field. Um, And you can tell from his body language, he's not following through as he should. He is afraid to follow through and, like, punch that ball straight down the pipes as he should. Um, he
0: made it the first time, though. Bef- right, like, when they called the timeout, he still kicked it. Sure. And it went down but did the But he, did
1: he the second time, dude? He was iced. He was nervous. It got to him. So that it does make a huge difference, eh? Being the icing? Iced? Yeah. It did there. I'm not going to say it always does, but it did in that circumstance. Absolutely, it did.
0: Yeah. Sticking with football. Yeah. Fantasy football for this year. Yeah. What went on with you?
1: Dude, I'm grinder. I've always been a grinder. The draft, you can only control so much on the draft. And between that, you need to leverage what you can.
0: You need to be a hawk on the waiver wire.
1: And you knew I was hawking on the waiver wire at all times. You were
0: getting those low-key pickups.
1: I picked up Juju off the waiver wire. Think about that. I
0: traded Juju away. To Jack. Yeah.
1: Who decided his roster was too stacked for Juju.
0: Yeah, which is absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Say hello to Brock's Angels, Juju.
0: Yeah. But uh, going to like the real-life football. Yeah. What are you uh, thinking about for this AFC Championship and NFC Championship?
1: New Orleans Rams. That's it, I'm pretty sure. And then there's Patriots. Chiefs. Chiefs. I'm thinking... Oh, what good games. That's what I'm thinking, dude. Honestly, tell me New Orleans Rams is anyone's game. 100% it is, dude. Yeah. Both teams are so good. Drew Drew Brees is better than Jared Goff. If Jared Goff has a shit game, the Rams won't win. Jared Goff has to play well. For sure. I don't think they can just rely on their run, guys.
0: That guy, Michael Thomas, had an incredible game against the Eagles. He, uh... Yeah, he did. He finished with, like I think, 170 yards. He did finish 170 And a touchdown. Years. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. The The Saints' offense is pretty crazy.
1: It is crazy.
0: They're going to... The Rams' defense needs to step up.
1: What do you mean? Dude, here's what I think about this. I think the Rams, how heavy are they on the run game? They have Sue and Aaron Donald there, right in the middle. Yeah. And they have some fast linebackers. Mm-hmm. Who can get to the outside. So...
0: It's gonna be a hell of a matchup. Yeah. For the AFC, this is really exciting for me. I
1: seeing Brady against uh, Mahomes. Yeah, dude. While well, he took him down again. Here's what I love about the Patriots, dude. Is that you think like, oh, Tom's mediocre. Like the Patriots season, uh, like dude, this is playoff. Like when the guy needs to turn on the Jets, absolutely he is. They do it to us every season. He's a professional, dude. He was MVP last year, was he not? Yeah. There you go.
0: I'm convinced that the Patriots practice plays all year and just save them for the playoffs. They don't even show them in the regular season. Like These guys are all about the playoffs. They couldn't care less about the regular season. And, And they do it to us every year. We think that they're done, and then they
1: come into the playoffs, and we're like, geez. They show their true colors. It's Brady and Bill. What a time to be alive, dude. And you know what? Gronkowski's not as good as he has been. He's been blocking like an animal, though, mm-hmm. which I love. Sony Michel, their big weapon. Tom, big weapon. And Edelman's been solid. Yeah. But still, I wouldn't say stacked. I wouldn't say their offense is stacked.
0: Switching over to the other football of the world, soccer. Sure. You've seen a game at the new Camp, right? Barcelona. Yes, yes, I have. Was that one of the best sports atmospheres you've ever been in?
1: No, really? No, absolutely not. It's with like a lot of tourists and the stadium is huge, dude. Absolutely huge. It fits ninety nine thousand people. And, and they were playing Real Betis. It wasn't full. Seriously. No. So and it we'll- a great, good game, and like Messi's amazing, and like good football. But no, I've been to, I've been to better atmospheres. What would be a better atmosphere that you've been to? The best sporting event I've ever been to in my entire life. Please don't say a Calgary Stampeders football game. No. Oh, I think an Ajax game in Amsterdam. Ajax. It's by far the best sporting event I've, I've ever been to, dude. Everybody knew all the songs. The stadium itself is practically like a, a ball. It's so loud in there. Everybody knows every song, dude. There's constant chanting. People are so invested in this game. Nobody, everybody who's there is an Ajax fan.
0: A passionate one. Going to a sporting event from your hometown, mm. the Calgary Stampede, I've never been to it. What's it like?
1: Mm. Do you enjoy it? Love it, dude. Love Seriously. It. Yeah. Of course, dude. I love it. Everyone it's, from Calgary goes? or Everybody has got from Calgary's got a soft spot for the Stampede. No doubt about it. It's really, yeah. Do you know any guys that do bull riding? Yeah. Like, how do they get into that? Um, Dude, like, for example, Okotoks, south of Calgary, is not that far away from my, uh, well, not that far away. But yeah, you go to high school with some farm boys, and some guys, a lot of guys my football team, and that's like their hobby kind of on the side, and then that takes over. So uh, one one guy from my football team, uh, became a bull rider. So what
0: on like a Friday night he'll just be at home just riding the bull and seeing like It's a bull lifestyle.
1: You live on the ranch, you take care of the horses, you take care of the bulls and like... like your hand you on the farm. Your hand on the farm and you uh
0: bull ride. How do you practice that though? I don't know. I Like I, are they like riding bulls once a week or like
1: yeah. How much are you doing that? How much can you actually practice it? Like, how do you get better at that? Working out? Like, getting stronger? or I guess so. I mean, this guy was working out like mm-hmm. an animal. But there's more to the Calgary Stampede
0: than just bull riding. Just
1: bull riding, yeah. Right? The chucks. They... The what? Chuck wagons. What, what's that? Uh, I th- think it's four horses? Like okay. Six. Racing. Racing, carrying a wagon with a guy sitting in a wagon. Wow. They go around barrels and then around the stadium. Amazing. That's my favorite. A race like that, that's excellent. Is there betting on any of this stuff? Oh, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. It's Not awesome. that I'm a huge sports better, but...
1: Just want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It sounds yeah. great. It sounds like a really good time. Honestly,
1: what a time to be live. Grandstand show is really amazing, too. At the end they do a whole like, song and dance, a lot of fireworks, uh, it's really over the top. I really, I'm such an advocate for the Stampede, the Nash, the tents dude, the drinking tents, so much fun. So much fun. Oh my god, so much fun. There's something for everybody at the Stampede, that's why there 100,000 people go to the Stampede every year. Sorry, each, for each day of the Stampede. Wow. And yeah. That's pretty of, good. That's a lot of people. I think it's some change, too. I think I might be under. How long under does it last? Too. How many days? It's 10 days. 10 days? Yeah. 10 days of fun, dude. That's huge. Yeah. It's exhausting. I saw Ice Cube at Stampede. Seriously? Oh, so they have performers Change well. Smokers are, are there as well. well. dude, I saw Usher at Stampede. It's pretty jokes. So it's not even country music. Oh, but there's a lot of country music, but that's what's so good, too. I'm not a big country music guy, but, oh, I can get into it. At so the Stampede, everybody can get into Is that. there, like, square dancing and stuff? Or... Oh, yeah, dude. Like, in, in high school, all my dancing was square dancing. And what they were, what were they prepping me for? The Calgary Stampede.
0: <laughs> yeah, and... So you can square dance?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Oh, I'm going to have to get some lessons sometime.
1: Not dude, that I'm um, going to uh, meet them anytime soon, but... I wouldn't even... I don't know if I'd call it square dancing. What do, they, what do they call it? But, like, I know how to... They'll play songs, and I know the dances to these songs. And their country songs. that's awesome it is good cause dude a lady will love it if you can lead on one of those dances amazing nothing
0: better um to end off the episode you got any any messages or any
1: sentiments I want to leave people yeah. with yeah Coos so I want to thank you for sitting me down we had a previous great conversation before this podcast before we even got the party started and then you bring this out I like the experience yeah And, yeah.
0: It's going to have to happen again.
1: I guess so. So, uh, thank
0: you for coming on the show, Brock. Thanks for having me.